Charity Neppy. This is a bonus episode of Garden Variety from IPR News, featuring some of our favorite garden variety moments and listener questions. You know, I have to admit, gentlemen, every time the callers call, they are so <laughs> um, involved in their gardens. And I always think, wow, I can never grow anything. These these folks really know what they're doing. Is it easy to is it is it relatively easy to grow melons? Yes, in the right season, it is relatively uh-huh. easy. You plant the seeds, you get the rain, they, they grow, they, the bugs that are out there pollinate them, and, and you harvest a melon uh, when the time is right. And, but but there, are tep- there are lots of diseases that in, in a very wet year um, can, or can really take out these crops. I, I, you know, and people are always curious about when do I harvest this thing, and they think they failed if it isn't yeah. quite ripe. So, um, you know, we've got a publication that is, or in the Hort Home Pest News that's going to be coming out later this summer about how to harvest these things right. We're still fine-tuning it, but uh, watch for that uh, if you are interested in when to harvest. The thing I've always noticed, too, is that, especially with the cucurbits and the melons, the first time you grow them, Mm -hmm. they do typically do very well because you haven't built up an insect or disease pest. And so, in some ways, that can be a nice way to get started because... You know, the first couple of years that you grow these melons, um, you're likely to not have a lot of disease and insect issues. Mm-hmm. And you get better at growing them so that when they finally do show up, usually around year three is when you're going to really start to see stuff that you'll notice being problematic for fruit set or for growth. Um, you have enough experience growing them that now you have a new a new kind of challenge uh, yeah. to, to tackle. And, and so that makes it a little bit easier that way. But I think a lot of vegetables work that way, too. The first year you plant tomatoes in your garden, they always look beautiful, too. And then <laughs> it's year two and three when you start having this buildup of some of the very common diseases where things get a little bit more difficult. So Rachel in Cedar Rapids wants to know, she says, I'm growing a small cantaloupe variety called Minnesota Midget in a container. Any advice? The plant is about eight inches tall now. Well, I, I have also grown Minnesota midget in the past. It's a lovely little small cantaloupe. And I would say the thing to just be wary of or not be wary of, to be prepared for in a container is that containers dry out a lot faster and these crops like good, even moisture throughout the year. So just keep that thing nicely watered, you know, every, make sure every day that it's, it's got adequate water. Um, and uh, of course a bigger container retains water better. Uh, and, and then for harvest for, if this is the first time you're growing uh, cantaloupe slash musk melon, the harvest is relatively easy on these. When they, when you give a gentle tug on the, the fruit, it will, tear off or slip off is the nomenclature and you usually start to give a little gentle tug once that thing starts coloring up and turning mm-hmm. a golden color or orangish color rather than green what happens if you're i don't know they're they're over well, if they're overripe uh, you know you might people might want to say well i, I want to leave it on the vine for a little bit because maybe it'll get sweeter but yeah. when i think of melons i think of especially watermelon it's like oh there's a lot of water in these melons <laughs> yeah, the muskmelons, when they get overripe, uh, will tend to split out in the field, mm-hmm. and they uh, the, and and they that harvest window once it's ready, you want to pick it within a few days. If you leave it too long, then they can crack, and then the then they start to rot out in the field. So I think that, um, and they might even just pop right off that vine out in the field, you know, uh, without um, without you grabbing it. But it's 
it's for the for those that's that's the thing to watch out for as far as getting more ripe for watermelons they hold a little bit better Mm -hmm. uh in general but still you want to get those when they're ripe and and there's a few different ways to do that and it's kind of hard to narrate on the air because there's several things to watch for or listen for because some people swear by the thump test on these things i like to go there's a little tendril that grows on the vine uh directly at the spot where the uh, melon is attached. And I like to wait for that little pigtail tendril to fully dry up. And that is a reliable marker on many varieties, not all of them, but uh, that's the one I, I, I like to go with. What about, uh, I've also heard the the bottom, if it's not the green striped, that it's ready. I guess this is if you're looking at a grocery store melon. Well, it's this is also true in the field. There, that, that ground spot, it starts out as like a white or uh, uh color and then as it matures it gets more uh more cream or yellow colored and you know it it, it's a it's this this gradient of white to yellow and if you don't get it just right then you um you know there's it's not a simple white or yellow there's it, it progresses that way and so if you're not trained on it uh it's it can be difficult but just like the pigtail it's you know you got to play around with it for a while and get to know what should people who are going to the farmer's market be looking out for, if, especially if they want to buy local melons? Mm-hmm. Well, th- the thing to know is that we, we talked about when these things are ripe and when you can plant them. That late planting or the, the planting season doesn't always align with our, 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 when we want to eat these things. So the time when you can really find local melons it, at the farmer's market is usually mid-July to uh, through the end of August. And it's hard to, to grow a local melon. It's e- easier in the southeast part of the state. But in general, you're looking for a, 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 a cantaloupe or muskmelon that has good netting. Good netting is usually a proxy for a healthy plant that, that that's sweetened up nicely. Um Of course, that's on a cantaloupe. Uh, Honeydew is a a nice, uh, clear, you know, creamy white uh, color. Um, Watermelons, these, uh, they can be difficult. So after it's been picked, yeah, the thump test or looking for that ground spot for ripeness is is, is what you might look for at that point. Jim wants to know, do either watermelons or muskmelons ripen after picking? Yeah, so yes for Mm muskmelon. Yes, but not for watermelon. And you can hold a muskmelon for longer in the fridge or under refrigeration. As long as it's not too cold, uh, you can slow that ripening down. So, if, uh, But at the same time, just like a tomato, the aromatics involved with, with eating that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that increase the, the pleasure usually, can decrease under refrigeration. So heads up on that. Garden Variety is a production of IPR News and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Aaron Style, Caitlin Troutman, Phineas Pope, and the Iowa Public Radio talk show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time.